Chunky's joins. I says, waiting for Chunk. He's coming in. Hi. Here he is. How you doing? I'm good, mate. You all right? <laughs> yeah, rushing around. <laughs> Sorry to be Yeah, same here. This is, this is like the, the, the lightest I can get in the room. No, that's fine, mate. As long as you've got a bit of light in, so everyone can see that beautiful, beautiful bit, face of yours. A bit of light on this dome. <laughs> I've already had someone say it's the spud versus a real-life potato. Uh, let me guess, was that James Bellingham by any chance? Hey, but, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's tricks, man. You're good. Yeah, yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? I've, mate, well, yeah, doing uh, yeah, doing this for something to do because I just, as you know, I do driving for events and There's everything's no been cancelled. <laughs> yeah, no events, exactly. So yeah. I'm doing, doing, delivering my spuds one day a week and then the rest of the time I'm just... Um, Talking to him. Yeah, yeah, talking to him, giving him a cuddle, and uh, yeah, doing homeschooling with the kids and all that sort of stuff. What, um, what about what about you? Because you've moved now, haven't you? So you, you've managed to sort yourself out up there. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're now up in Lincolnshire. Um, also nice flatlands, uh, which is great for someone in a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> Ching, <laughs> winning at that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's a bit of an adjustment, obviously, from uh, down in Surrey. Um, more oh. so for the for the missus than me, because I'm originally from Lincolnshire, uh, many many years ago. Um, but yeah, no. Do so you almost back home? Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind where, of. Where are you from originally? I can't remember where you're from originally. So, what you're Birmingham way? Uh, I was born in Stoke-on-Trent um, yeah. originally, uh, and then uh, when I was about three months, I well, well we I I didn't move on my own, obviously. Um, we we moved over <laughs> first house I bought, mate. Three months old is great. Um, yeah, no, we moved over, uh, over to Boston, Lincolnshire. Yeah, and uh, I'm currently what? Well, I'm about twelve miles away from Boston now, so. Which is okay. all right. I, I wouldn't want to be much closer there, uh, much closer than that to it, to be honest. So I'm all right <laughs> with that. So what's your nearest racetrack then? Cadwell Park? Cadwell. Uh, yeah, Cadwell is the closest. Then like Blyton Park. Um, yeah. uh, Snet's probably about 70-ish miles away. But the other um, way. But yeah, south. Uh, well, south-east. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Donington, Mallory, Silverstone aren't that far away in all fairness. Right, right in the middle of all of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty so good place a, to be. It was, a tactical, it was a tactical move to get more closer to all the racetracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them. Don't tell No, no, nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, we should probably do this properly. Do you want to, just quick, I've, I've, got, I've got a little, well, first of all, welcome to my first ever proper Insta Live. Yesterday was an Insta Live test, which then turned into an actual Insta Live. <laughs> but this is my first proper Insta Live, which I'm going to call the Spudcast. Do you see what I did there? That's, uh... <laughs> I can't, even, I can't even honestly think of a reply to that, in all fairness. I've got, I've got to call it something, but do you want to quickly introduce yourself, quick, quick bit about your background and how we met? Okay, um, so my name's Rich Newton, um, more commonly known as Chunk in the motorsport, drifting, well, all my old days, I guess. Um, 
So uh, I forgot what the second bit of the question was. <laughs> uh, what's your, what's your brief, brief bit about your background? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so uh, predominantly, well, motorcycles uh, back in the day. Um, used to do a lot of bike riding, uh, stunt riding, uh, all legally, of course. Um, and then um, eventually moved on to doing a lot of track days in cars. Um, reason being, uh, I very much had a bad accident on a motorbike in 2003. Um, uh, heavily damaged my left leg, uh, which uh, basically nine years later, after many operations, uh, we decided wow. to uh, amputate above the knee. Um, and I wish I'd done that many years ago because it really made things a whole lot easier. But, oh, really? It made it easier? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was lots of pain. Um, you know, I think I had 33 operations um, over the course of about nine and a sort of half years, um, which which basically some worked, some didn't. Um, some worked really well uh, but because I'm an idiot. Uh, I then... <laughs> Yeah, make things worse by enjoying my life again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll um, be that'll be all right. Yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that that trip round round Spa will be fine. It won't hurt it at all. <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, did from sort of two thousand and three to two thousand and six. Did lots of track days. Um, mm -hmm. In two thousand, I think it was late two thousand and five. I, I went to Silverstone to a car show, watched uh, uh, a load of Japanese guys come over and do some drifting. Um, I was very impressed with it. And I mean, I knew of drifting anyway, but I thought, I, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't want to um, expect that I'm going to be good at it because I'm all right on a track sort of thing. Uh, yeah. So um, I then went to one of the, oh, where was the first drift I went to? Oh, my word. Uh, it was so, at have you done a skid before that? You've done a bit of street or anything? I'm oh, sorry, not street or uh, private no. closed road. Never done in it. Like um, no, I've done some practicing, shall we say? Um, okay. Yeah, okay. In the in the past, uh, yeah. And thought I'm half decent at it. Um, you know, a couple of the uh, the lads I went out with um, when I used to live in uh, Leicestershire. Um, I won't say names for legal reasons. Uh, <laughs> but are they the guys that are in BDC now? No, no, no. Um, one of them especially was the the, the absolute don um, of the the tramp drift world, shall we say? Um, and he taught me a lot of things. Uh, basically, the the driving style that that I kind of have is pretty much down to the uh, the days back in. 2006, 2007, um, on a perfectly legal uh, track we hired. <laughs> That's very well, very well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you know what? I mean, I've, I've sort of, sort of. I, I, I'm not a handbrake fan. I'm not. I, I like to. Well, I would say I like to kick and flick, but I can only do the flick bit now. Um, yeah, right. So what do you do now? Just chuck, chuck it in, and a, and a boot full of power. Pretty much. Well, with um, like a little, little mangy. Little, little mangy. But yeah, I've never been a, a chuck it in on the handbrake fan. It slows things down, and it, it's just, just boring. No one wants to see that. Well, people want to see it, but I definitely don't want to see it. 
just hanging on the one for days, get it out there. Yeah. I, yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm never saying I've I've not done it. Um, more so for a few demos I used to do, <clears throat> excuse me, used to do years ago, um, you know, because, you know, if you're trying to chuck, into, chuck in a car into a corner at sort of 100-ish mile an hour, um, people expect to see a lot of smoke prior to yeah. the corner. The, oh, okay. only, yeah. the only way to do that is, is a big handbrake drag, and as yeah. drastic as it is, you know, that's... Have you seen what Wiggy's put? Flat spots for days. Yeah, <laughs> bit like your hairstyle, Wiggy. <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too much crash helmet action, that is. Yeah. Makes your, makes your hair fall out. I reckon that's what it is. Yeah, well... Yeah, you've had a crash helmet on more than I have. I have, yeah. <laughs> So that, and then that took you into what doing some getting into sort of pro drifting. Yeah, so I uh, two thousand seven. Um, basically, me and a, a couple of mates, Gaz Moose, uh, Matt Townsend, and uh, Mike Gainer, built my first competition car, which was a R thirty two Skyline four door. So it's a GTST. Ran pretty much standardish power, maybe 230, 240 horsepower, coilovers, welded diff, and some uh, lock spaces. Obviously, buckets, yeah. harness, and uh, roll yeah. cage, safety equipment, etc. Um, but it was a totally road legal car, and I drove it to events. Um, so, uh, what was it? I can't remember what round it Well, basically, the, 2007 was my first competition year. Uh, which was uh, pre-BDC, so it was called Eurodrift back then. I was about to say, was drifting, what, what, what year roughly in the UK did drifting become sort of a thing? Um, I mean, people obviously, Phil Morrison, James Robinson from Driftworks, uh, really pushed drifting sort of from, I think it was about 2000 when they started, 2001. I could, okay. be, could be wrong on that, but I'm sure it was as early as 2000. Um and I think I'm going to be corrected, um, no doubt, by someone especially, which I won't say his name. Um, <laughs> I think the first UK drift comp was in 2004. Okay. But that's what I can remember. So, you know, that was that was before I really got into, into drifting. And, you know, it was 2006, seven that I, I really sort of... Uh, back, when, back when drift cars were cheap. Cool. Tell me about it. You can yeah. get a skyline for a couple of grand. Well, I, my first, the, the the comp car that I started off with, um, it was uh, it got put up for sale on Driftworks. Uh, it was say it was this was a totally bone stock R thirty two GTST four door, so two liter turbo motor. Yeah. Um, it had I think four or five days MOT left on it. Uh, yeah. It had a, well, it was described as damage down i think it was the passenger side and in the pictures thought oh, that's not too bad you know i thought but the best price was was the uh, best price the best part was the price and it was 500 quid so i'm like wow and i got tagged in it by uh by my mate doug um who's another r32 ford I, I like my ford also for some strange reason but <laughs> easy to chuck tires in the back in it that's the thing yeah but, yeah true uh, yeah yeah so uh i uh i rang the guy instantly uh he was over in sort of norfolk norwichy kind of way switch maybe i can't remember 
again, this is when I lived in Leicester, uh, Leicestershire, so it was um, it's about like a three-hour drive, and I didn't ring him till maybe, I don't know, 5.36 p.m., and he was like, oh, yeah, well, I've got someone coming tomorrow, mate, you know, this, and I was like, I don't care, mate, I'll come tonight. I'm not going to bang you down on price. I'm not going to do this. So then it was a case of like, right, I need to drive the car back. So I can't drive a car there. So who can I collar to go and pick the car up? And um, luckily one of my mate's brothers was, uh, he sort of stood up to the cause. And so I, I went and picked him up. At the time I had a daily Astra van, I think it was. And um, so, yeah, he got the short straw to drive the Astra van back and I drove the Skyline back. But, uh, but yeah, and there it was. Cheap. So oh, when you bought it, it was standard. Or it was already drift spec. Totally standard. Totally standard. Totally so you ripped standard. it all out, and caged it, and blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first, what would it be? I probably did. I know I definitely did a Bovingdon day with it relatively standard, and I did. A couple of Santa Pod days, maybe one or two Santa Pod days, just for your days, with it being pretty standard. Okay. Bit. I, I might have welded the diff and slightly hacked the springs a little bit to uh, obviously make it handle so much chops better. Chops and coils. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, Good it, it was the way. Good, <laughs> mate. What's the, but before you go on to the next bit, what I <clears> briefly <throat> remember you posted a picture or telling me a story of a Lexus. LS four hundred that you took skidding on the way home from buying it. Is that yeah, right? Well, well, nearly. So basically, nearly. This, this poor old car had been sat up for years. Um, so the big old V eight ones. Yeah, yeah. The so, one, from, the one, from, the one that you kick the living daylights out of in Street Fighter Two. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. And to be honest, it actually pretty much looked like that one when I bought it. Um, <laughs> it was, from what I can remember. The chap- a doll a doll sim been at it, had he given it the old <laughs> yeah, been a hadoukened <laughs> and all that. But uh, <laughs> but, no, what- some sort of <laughs> but no, the story I think went. Um, I don't, you know, I genuinely can't remember how I heard about this car. Someone told me, and um, it had been on the driveway for three years, not moved, not started, <clears throat> not anything, and. Um, so yeah, I took a trailer down. I thought I'm going to buy it anyway. It, he wanted a hundred quid for it. You're not going to say no to that. Oh, scrap money. Yeah. So I went down there, looked at it. It was pearl white over sort of a champagne colour. I mean, it's terrible. Um, but the majority of it was moss. So it just <laughs> it literally. And I thought, well, you know. So I took, I, you know, took my jump pack down there and another battery because I thought there's a three year old battery. It's never going to even. Yeah, yeah. and I joke you not mate literally first turn of the key started instantly so it's not mate, started about that Lexus line. It, do you know what I mean I mean this I'm man through and through but Toyota reliability well Toyota Lexus reliability is is the one you know 100% and um, yeah so bought that um, took it home Within, yeah, well, obviously the next day I gave it a clean up and it, it looked really bloody good to be fair. Uh, went over to uh, where did I go first? And I think I might have gone over to see the lads over at Norfolk uh, Arena, so Malks, Mini, and Hammer, and all them guys. Um, 
And of course, Mounts being Mounts was just like, go on, mate, yeah, take it out. I was like, but it's a totally standard car. A standard open diff. I didn't have any wheels with me, you know, so I had to <laughs> literally borrow someone's tyres to get home. Did oh, some, man. Did a few laps, and I thought, this isn't bad. You know, even in like, yeah. the, the open diff leather barge seats, you know. Leather seats. <laughs> yeah, you know, slipping everywhere. Sliding around. But... <laughs> No, it was really good. Um, so then, there were about, oh, I can't remember how long ago, maybe two or three days after that, there was an EDC, which was a European Drift Championship licensing day. Yeah. Uh, at Santa Pod. Um, yeah. And uh, I went down to, I, I was mechanicing for someone, I can't remember who it was. Um, and anyway, the, someone dropped out or someone's car broke and there was kind of an open spot and someone said oh why don't you have a go mate I was like well I've only got me in the bar I've got me an XLS 400 and it was like a big you know like pretty much like the same sort of circuit that Drift What You Brung runs now it's you know realistically it's a second into like a third thing. yeah yeah it's like a third gear well second gear first second flick into third long third gear Sort of then second all the way. Um, yeah. so an average speed of maybe 45 ish. And I thought, yeah. well, it's an auto. If I leave it in first, I know it does 65 in first. That should be all right, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you know what? I literally didn't do a sighting lap or anything. I just went out, chucked it out. Chuck it in. Absolutely. I mean, this is going to sound big headed, but completely owned the track, pulled back in, and everyone just literally, everyone just looked at me and went, Pass. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. I mean, um, but but then uh, the the great powers that ran EDC at the time um, declined to give me a license because the car wasn't prepped up. Now they didn't oh, tell me this when they were laughing at me wallowing around the track. Oh. <laughs> but to be honest, I didn't want an EDC license anyway. It, it's oh really? Yeah. It, well, I'd have liked the license, but I'd have never actually sort of gone ahead you wouldn't have done EDC anyway no, no no it was at the time it, the funds were I mean I was buying 100 quid cars mate you know what I mean so <laughs> the, the funds weren't there to sort of you, yeah, to do the competition to be honest so yeah 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 you, I bet it's about a quarter of the price of what it is now what's that the to, to do to do a round of Euro Drift instead of a round of BDC oh yeah I mean well when I did the Euro Drift which was say the pre-BDC um, I mean, the, yeah, I'd say the round costs were, I think for the full weekend, you know, you'd be looking only about sort of 300, 400 quid, including your tyres, your fuel and everything. And where obviously now you, I mean, that's yeah. everyone, I, mean, I, was, I was running new tyres and people were looking, I mean, very budget new tyres. Yeah, yeah. But sort of, you know, I turned up with maybe six or eight new tyres. Everyone looked at me like I was like some kind of king. Because <laughs> everyone else had got the part ones. Got um, some part ones. Like Dad know, says, fifteen hundred quid's easy, yeah. But where? So, I was going to say fifteen hundred quid, two grand, something like that. Mm, but no, I was. I mean, when I say eight, eight brand new tyres, they were still only like well, they were less than two hundred quid because they were twenty quid a corner. But they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some unbranded. But they worked. They worked. Well, with two hundred. Yeah, they still right? they they really hot on, like, Do they get really hot and the tread comes off and that? Or not too bad. Well, the thing was the the. The rounds back then, 
there were T when it was at Teesside, it was on the the oh, now I'm gonna I always get the the, the the shorter track. I can never remember I think the West track's the big one. No, it's not. I can't remember. Oh, I've been there, I don't know. The smaller, hillier track. I've completely forgot which way around it is. South track, west track. I don't know. Um, so you would sort of first gear, second gear, flick. And all the whole of it was second gear. So wheel speed never really got that high. Uh, so your tyres, you know, mostly most of the day, your tyres had last well, quite a while. I mean, yeah, obviously with lower power cars. But... Um, but yeah, no, but good days, you know, when, when good days. Were, back in the days. When things so were then, affordable. When things were affordable. And then you ended up doing this you ended up getting into BDC when that when that started or when that was a thing? So first year of BDC, which was two thousand eight, um, I didn't compete because my car that I was building uh was being a bit of a pain in the ass. What was what was it? Uh, I was building another R thirty two four door. You love it. God, bloody Coke. Um, Coke. <laughs> Coke. Co- Coca-Cola? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's a Sunday night, but... Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, but it was like, a, it, it, basically, it was an R32 GTS 4 four-door, so a four-wheel drive four-door that was immaculate. Oh. And do you know what? Yeah. Like, every day I think about that car, I am so gutted I made it into a drift car. Because that now would have been absolutely amazing. Mainly because it had uh, a complete R32 GTR running gear. So RB26, twin turbos. Well, that's what they came with? No, no, no. It came with an RB20. Oh. Um, but yeah. this had already been converted to an RB26. Um, wow. And, I mean, I, well, I mean, this is what, two, I bought, I mean, must have been mid-ish, 2007. And... Yeah. I think even a standard RB26 these days is seven, eight grand. For that full car, I paid two grand. Oh, oh. Wow. Drift, drift tax. <laughs> Take me back. Good, good grief. Um, but yeah, That's and, but no, I, I, you know, I mean, that car, I built it basically, I, I was always going to have sort of 2009 or uh, 2008 off anyway because um, yeah. I was having leg operations and, you know, things like that weren't going to plan. And we, uh, you know, I, I was busy and I, it, it, it was just never going to really sort of work well. But, no, I mean, I went to I went to round one, um, which was at Teesside, uh, and it was literally the wettest day in, in the world. It's I've never known a, a day to literally be as wet and as rainy as that was. It's up north, uh, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was unbelievably bad. Uh, I mean, the, the Darren, who was the start line marshal, basically, I was kind of helping him out, do a sort of little couple of bits and bobs, and he had a Mitsubishi Delicia at the time, uh, or, did, yeah. or however you say it. And yeah. I, all I pretty much did from maybe when qualifying started until because it was a nighttime event as well. So all I pretty much did from when qualifying started until the, the until the final was finished, I pretty much just sat in his Delicia, staying as dry as I possibly could and sort of laughing at everyone else getting absolutely soaked. <laughs> 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 
Well, I can't That's remember funny. if I did. I can't remember if I had a, some sort of cast on my leg at the time, so that might have been why I, I stayed in there. But I will say, I might have just used. And then, that, use. And, then and then, what when you got into BDC? How did you end up getting on like through the ranks? What was your best end um, of year? How many years did you do of it? Uh, well, I, I did. Oh, blimey! I think I did two thousand. I think the first time I actually managed to compete in BDC was two thousand ten. Um, yeah. and that was in a borrowed in, well, Wayne Keever's oh, no, it might have been 2009 2009, 2010 uh, but I borrowed Wayne Keever's car because mine died, just ran out of money on mine and I helped him out do a lot of work on his so he just chucked me the keys and said off you go well that's um, awesome it was yeah yeah I mean I took the car to there for him and you know but then anyway this is the best part so me and Wayne both qualified obviously he was using his car as well so we we both qualified. I qualified something like seventh, and I think Wayne qualified eleventh or twelfth or whatever. And of course, that meant we were competing against each other <laughs> in the same car. In the same car. So of course, I just said, "Well, you do jump in the passenger seat. You can steer, and I'll do the pedals." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, even though I think I was a higher qualifier out of the two, I obviously couldn't say to him, "Oh yeah, well, you know, tough mate." Yeah, it's his car. <laughs> So um, yeah, I, I didn't continue that. That was at Donington on the um, on the big uh, car park at the back of Car uh, Tarmac Lake. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mate, it's acres so of Tarmac up there, isn't it? That was yeah, that was good. That, that Tarmac good. Field. Uh, what? Sorry. There's a Tarmac Field up there, back of Donington. Yeah, yeah, but no, it, it was it was really good. And I mean, I know BDC ran a couple of practice days, and we did a couple of license days there as well. And so, I mean, the scope for the, the size of the tracks you could have up there were immense. Yeah. And I know Driftworks uh, did a, a another day up there as well where Phil managed to park his S14A quite hard into a fence. Oh, dear. Yeah. I've got, I've got a wiggy on it. Oh, I've got Jim. I've got people messaging me now. I've got Jim saying you've had a cut. Yes, mate. I've cut my own hair. You know that. Proper pro job. Chunk, chunk cuts his own hair as well. I do. Uh, yeah. And I've got... I've got Wiggy saying, best BDC memory with Chunk was with the Sora and drilling and cable tying one of your crutches to the clutch pedal. Yeah. Yeah, so... so you do clutch kicks. <laughs> yeah, basically. So when I, that was 2014, 15, maybe. I so, had, you, um, so, you had, so when when did you lose your first leg? 2009? So, no, no. No. The, I had the accident in 2003. It was nine then, years uh, old. Nine years later, it's 2013. Good no, 2012, cool. sorry. My massive. Yeah. You'd think, you think I'd remember yeah, something like that, wouldn't you? But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 2013, I I was uh, I was doing judging for the BDC, so that was uh, another year out of competing. Yeah. Uh, 2014, I can't remember if it's 14 or 15 now that I did the, with the Sora. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I'd... I still got my right leg, hadn't got my left leg. So, and I thought, Wiggy, what track were we at? I can't remember. Was it, I think it might have been Lydon. I think it was Lydon. And, um, I'll have a go. I thought, do you know what? Yeah, what can go wrong? Um, How hard can it be? And then I thought, oh yeah, I need to change gear when I come out the hairpin to the, the, in the long corner. And I physically couldn't, Smash! I mean, the old Toyota 
R154s are relatively strong, but also relatively expensive if they go wrong. So Correct. I thought, let's be sensible. Let's just do initiating third, couple of clutch kicks, and I'll keep it in third all the way, because it had like 560 horsepower and loads of tools. Oh, wow. so, so I thought, ah, it'll be fine. Um, first couple of times I tried this uh, with basically a stick on the clutch. So I was about to say, how do you, so did you pull away in thirds just with your, but you've no, got no, a stick pulled, on the pulled clutch? pulled away in first, sort of went yeah. right to the limiter in first, then banged it in third. With um, no clutch? No clutch, yeah. Okay. And then um, I then got some kind of walking stick type thing that I had. Uh, and as I initiated, I'm trying to find the clutch with this walking stick I thought, this, is, this isn't working, is it? I thought, I'm just going to have a crash here. <laughs> That's stabbing around in the footwork. Yeah, so like, yeah, hit the brake. Going, <laughs> but I thought, this, this isn't going to work. So I thought, right, what can I use? I know, I use a crutch. We'll drill. So we drilled two extra holes. See ya. Hello, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you... Oh, bloody hell. Well, my stand was... I evacuated. I've got to uh, re... re, re Position of bananas. Need some cable. <laughs> need some cable ties. Is that uh, 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 state? Oh, I think gonna work now. It took me ages to get right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Look, I'm using bananas like, as a stand. <laughs> like, like wedge it in the bananas. They worked well before. Anyway, we'll, we'll... just hang on to oh, it. Be right. oh, oh, there we go. That'll do. So anyway, there you go. Um, yeah, and uh, so we drilled these two holes in the bottom of this crutch and basically just cable tied the crap out of it onto the, the clutch pedal. Uh, and it worked. I mean, oh, bloody hell. Not again. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked pretty well. It's working better than these bananas. And um, <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was all right, but the only problem was... Well, you're, you're, really, you're really quiet now. Have you put it on the microphone? Oh, hang on. Let me... Let me uh, oh, that's better. Right. I'm going to try again. There we go. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, so, anyway. Take that's better. Um, we... Um, yeah, I mean, it worked all right. Uh, it was... It, it did kind of what it said on the tin. Um, but what I couldn't do was get... Yeah, obviously you've got quite a lot of feel through your feet and whatnot. I couldn't really. It was it was a bit inconsistent, shall we say? So, one, <laughs> one what, minute, stabbing around with a walking stick. You surprised me. Yeah, but sort of one minute I'd I'd get a really good clutch bump, and um, you know it'd work. And then the next one, I'd, next time I tried it, I'd, where I thought I was going all the way down on the pedal, I was probably only going quarter to a third uh, okay. and it was getting more of a slip than a kick oh no yeah so <laughs> that was i mean i still ended like so i think i was eighth or something uh so i don't think i did too bad considering you're doing all right with one leg yeah yeah um i mean i wasn't happy about it because obviously i didn't want to be i wanted to be thing, but it uh that's the way it is isn't it if you don't try you'll never know yeah, exactly. So, and then, and what was the, so then what was the last year that you did BDC then? Uh, 2015. Yeah, which was... And then you ended up being um, judge for a bit. 
No, no, I was, I was judged from, so basically, 2008, I know sweeps quite well prior, you know, to, to BDC and whatnot. And um, I think it was 2008, I kind of helped out doing a bit of judging. Um, I sort of stood in for one or two, on one or two rounds where other people couldn't make. Um, then 2009, 10, I think 10, 2009, 10, well, not all of 10, so I did one round in 10, I'm sure I did. Um, and maybe even 11 and 12, I was um, uh, like a head judge for, for three of them years. And it was really good. I loved it. Well, I wouldn't say I loved every minute of it because there were some some moments where uh, I, I really hated people. <laughs> oh, really? What, um, people crying about the results? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a few that spring to mind again, which um, you know, I'm not going to really say, but they don't drink. No, no, sure. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but no, there was there was a few times that it was just like you know you span or you you semi-span or you straight up there and they were like well no yeah. well there's three of us up here and all the ground that you did you and your two yeah. mates saying that you didn't spin and watching on his camera i mean judging so i don't want to do that job ever again in my life no. um no. and i've got full everyone now that does um it, you know it, it it's the thing is that the a lot of the things that the spectators don't see is uh, perspective that we have, you know, where where we judge from, is the best place to judge. I mean, it's, it's certainly some some tracks it probably isn't, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like things like Teesside, where we always used to put the the, the Debo or um or the made up tracks like the uh, Donington one, the the one we had at Sunderland. You could not get a better viewing vantage point than than that, and yeah, you know, and Pembrey. We were about 6,000 feet up in the air on this, uh, what it's called, cherry picker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that was when I was fully trip spec as well. So I literally had to stay all bloody day. Literally just like rocking around on this, on the top of this. Oh, man. This cherry picker. Thanks, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he secretly doesn't like you. I don't think he liked me at the end of that day because I called him all the names. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, oh, know, as bad as some of the, the times were, they're all great memories. That's that's what makes it fun. Yeah, cool. And then, and then, so then when you're not drifting, what, um, what, have, what do you do with yourself? What have you been doing with yourself last year or so? Well, uh, not really that much, in all fairness. Obviously, so. Same situation for everybody, isn't it, at the moment? Sure. Um, I was down here, obviously, you were a mechanic and you had a garage and stuff. What are you doing out there? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, it's more sort of, I'm just buying and selling a few cars at the minute, lots of you know, parts and, and whatnot, and, and doing what I can. Um, keeping yourself busy. Just keeping, yeah, it's trying to pay the bills still, like I think everyone is. But, um, you know, yeah. annoyingly, I, I, uh, I went self employed after the, uh, the date. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Well, cheers, Boris. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, dude. But um, it, you know, it's, it, it was kind. Of, I knew what was coming, but I thought, well, I've got to do something about. You know, the, sure. Basically, when we moved to Lincolnshire, it was it was three weeks before lockdown. 
Um, oh, so we were we were lucky that we got here in time because if if we were still stuck where we were, you know, we'd have lost that house sale, we'd have lost by this place. Um, and it well, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been no. good. Um, no, so not. My, my main problem was my unit that was down down south. Uh, I because it wasn't a business, I couldn't then realistically or legally, should we say, travel down there to get my tools, my bits, my uh. and then bring up here, up here, start selling. So, <clears throat> and it was only well, two months ago I got my tools. Yeah. And, you know, so I've been sort of 10 months without well, working out a sort of 150 piece kit, which is all right. Yeah, you get some stuff done. It is. It's all right until you need some specialist tool that you've chopped up to make to take an R33 starter motor like that, and then you you just can't do it. No. And, um, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You do what you can. Yeah, exactly. But uh, (laughs) luckily last year I did manage to squeeze, I got three track days in. Um, uh, I got one at Goodwood just before we moved up. Uh, but end of February. Uh, oh, is that when I saw you? Had your MX5? Yes, yeah, yeah. With a Misty yes, that would be last time I saw you. Yeah, Misty Racing and Retro. Uh, I can never say it the right way. Road, race, road, race, road, road, something. Yeah, that. Um, them ones. And then, yeah, yeah the lads from, uh, what's it, Secure South, South, something Secure, came up and chatted to us. Uh, yes, South Down Secure, yeah, my mate mine, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a good day. Uh, and then I got um, a couple of days in September, maybe up at Blind Park with uh, Frank's uh, charity days. So yes, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to to get a, an invite sort of space that uh, went along and paid a bit of money for for Frank's charity. So that's that's all good. Proper job. Yeah, and Goodwood, of course, was where we met on a Mission Motorsport day. It was indeed. Yeah, so that was, that was a fun day because I, I was on the I was running the skid pan. Yeah, and I was all the guys that were coming down on the track um, with because um, uh, who's it? Jim Cameron obviously runs Mission Motorsport, yeah. and then he put the day on, and he'd invited you down. Yeah, no, he invited me down to sort of help out um, a couple of lads. Oh, I was sort of pointing them in the right direction with drifting and this, that and the other. And there was, uh, yeah, Lionel, uh, Davey Birrell. Um, yeah. So many others that now names have out of my head. Um, but, yeah, so, and then obviously I, I got told where the skid pan was and I wanted to go and, and saw, saw this, this slightly weird-looking dude um, trying to rob the car off me all day. <laughs> That was later on. That gave me that. That was that was that was not how it went down. I'll tell my story because what actually happened? Well, I was obviously helping the the guys that were there with the MX5 stunt cars. They were on the skid pan and they were having a bit of a play around. What they initially wanted to do was just go out on the skid pan, just do a bunch of donuts, and then come back in again. Well, obviously with that you can only use one car. You can only be on the one one car at a time. But also actually trying to do donuts on the on the skid pan where there's no grip, what you end up doing is is like a 180 and then it'll sit there and doing a wheel spin. It's actually quite hard to do a continuous donut. 
So I said, you, you guys are more than welcome to do what you want to do. But I said, you're better off coming on at the end, how we run the drift experience now, or the um, spin and slide experience with the BMWs. Come on the bottom end, kick the back end out and try and hold it in a power slide the full length of the thing, full length of the pan. Yeah. So they said, oh, do you want to show us how it's done then? I went, oh, well, I've never driven MX-5 before. Oh, here we go. All the excuses are coming out. I, was just like, I said, well, I'll have a go. So I thought, oh, here we go. I've got to so I underclubbed it because it's easy. Once you get too much and you spin, you're done. But if you kick it out a little bit, you can always get back on the power quicker yeah. and then hold it in a full slide. So I, I literally kicked the back end out and held it in a power slide, the full length of the skid pan. And they were like, oh, mate, oh, teach us how to do that, teach us how to do it. So I, I, I taught all their guys how to do that. And then obviously they were then teaching the people that are coming along. But then I was then, because the, their um, guys that are teaching the the thing from Mission Motorsport. Some of them uh, have obviously got like Lionel's only got what? Is he only got one leg? Yeah, he's left above there. Yeah, yeah, and and a couple of other guys have got bad backs and all that sort of stuff. So I was kind of jump, jumping in for them if they wanted a break. Mm. And then obviously you came along and jumped in. And, I, and what you always start with a demo because it's really hard to try and tell someone how to do it. It's easier to show them first of all. Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously you've come along, B, BDC champion. I was like, yeah, yeah, in your jump, in your jump. I'll, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you how to do it. So, so I've got, I've done a gone and done a gone. Do you think you've got that? Yeah, no, I think I've got that. We've obviously swapped over. And normally people give it too much power. They wait till the back ends come out before they get off the gas and on the skid pan you just spin. So you've kicked the back end out and held it in a perfect drift the full length for the skid pan. And I'm like, you've done this before, haven't you? And you're like, yeah, I might have done. <laughs> I was like, go on. And you were like, I'm the only amputee in the British Drift Championship. I was like, well, you crack on then, buds, and we'll just chat about drifting and other stuff. Then you said, I've got my road legal drift car here. Is it right to bring it down and have a play? Because you had your JZX yeah. 100, is that right? You then came down in that. We had then, I said, yeah, fill your boots. I said, double check it with the Mission Motorsport guys. They're like, yeah, more than merrier. I was more worried because it did look quite posh. I was more worried about one of those batty looking battered-looking MX-5s crashing into it. Um, yeah, then I jumped in with you, and we were doing skids of that, and you were like, do you want to go? I was like, yeah. So, yeah, I've done some skids of that, and then I remember you jumped out, and then you were taking videos and pictures of me doing skids of it. So I was like, I'm getting paid for this. This is I great. Then was, I think I then went to chat with James and Lionel and everyone else, and then I think we all had a load of lunch, and then I think I came back, and my car got about half a tank of fuel less. That's what <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't know what happened. Don't know what happened there. Yeah, good day though. That was good. Good fun, mate. Well, good day. And then obviously you invited me to. to I think you were then coming back down in a month for a track day. Yeah. Uh, in your M3, which I jumped in with you, and then you invited me to a bunch of um, drift events, which I put on along with you. Went and done some drift days at Rockingham, and uh, I think we've done at Lydon, and I can't remember a bunch of other places. But yeah, mega mate. So thank you for introducing me into the world of drifting and yeah, sorry. all the people that I know in the drifting world. Hey, sorry about that. <laughs> no, they're all characters, but the same. I mean, so am I. So it's nice to be. It's um, nobody wants to be sensible and normal, do they? I've, uh, which brings us up nicely to. I've got some questions here, which we're forty minutes in, which before I've got some questions. Wow. Thankfully. I'll start. I'll start with the sh with the, with the quickfire questions. So I've got a few quickfire questions. Is so first of all, word answers. <laughs> yes. Are you are you a tea or coffee man? Oh, you see that kind of depends. 
Most of the time, I'm a coffee. Yeah. Yeah, most time coffee. What, morning coffee, afternoon tea? Yeah. 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 That's not a one-word answer, but that's good enough. Dogs or cats? <laughs> cats. Yeah, that's, cats? You've got a dog. You've got a dog. To be honest, no, I've always had cats. Always had cats. Uh, Red is the, the... Well, basically, when I got with Ellie, Ellie already had Red. Red's, oh. I, I'm basically Red's adopted father. <laughs> I did not know that. There you go. How random. I could have, I could have thought I knew all the answers. These already. Uh, Favourite flavour crisps? Cheese and onion. Oh. Oh, dear. I, like I might have to end this in a minute. The awesome breath. They're not... They're like my worst one. Fave chocolate bar? Uh, Yorkie. Oh, good show. Favourite, because it's a spud, spud chat, favourite potato dish or favourite way to eat potatoes? Like chips, mash, roast? I do like a good roasted, uh, yeah. Or a bake. bake roast. roast or a baked spud. Probably baked spud, actually. A baked, well, like a jacket? Yeah, yeah. Jacket spuds. I do like the jacket. Favourite? Favourite roast, favourite veg with a roast? My favourite what, what? Favourite veg with a roast? Probably carrots, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate carrots. Peas and carrots can jog on. Sweet corn and parsnips all day for me. Love it. Yeah, no, I love the carrots. <laughs> well, that's why favourite... I've got, you know, I don't have glasses and you do. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. And I've got I've got to have extra lights. <laughs> what um fav, favorite biscuit? Oh, um uh hobdob milk chocolate. Oh, good shout. At least we agree on that one. <laughs> Out of the two, Ferrari or Lambo? Uh I'd probably say Lambo, but it'd have to be a classic. None of this. Oh, an old, yeah, like an old Lambo. Mira. Mm. Old, 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 old Lambo. Yeah, like proper old. Yeah, like yeah not like a, not like a Kentash or a Diablo. No, they're they're a bit congested. They're, they're horrible, mate. I don't. Yeah. Impress or Evo? Evo, just because I can't stand the sound of impresses. <laughs> <laughs> It used to be mega when it was just Colin McRae and then everyone else copied him and they just... It you know, was that's exactly right. Yeah. Most underrated car? Cool, blimey. Um, I mean, not most underrated car, but just an underrated car. Something that everyone goes, they're, I mean, they're not... They're not much cop, actually. They're pretty good. Maybe something you've had. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> and the opposite, most overrated car. You know what? I, I, I genuinely, years and years ago, I borrowed a D Reg, it's a 1986 Panda yeah. 1000CL. I loved that thing. I didn't want to get it. A what, a what, sorry? What was it? 1000 CL. So it was the slowest thing in the world. But I don't know why. I really like driving it. Anyway. Yeah. But it's like, it's I'm like, going like, to say a, a 1986 Fit Panda is the most... Fit Panda. It's like getting on a scooter, isn't it? It's slow, but you can have mega fun in it and just flat out all the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so most, and what, uh, um, um, what about overrated car? It's just got to be like the latest like Ferraris and stuff, isn't it? it, it they're just... Ooh, they're, they're not... They're just laptops, aren't they? 
yeah, anything with any buttons. It's, it's something you've got to press 10 buttons to let you be able to do a little bit. Of um, biggest, uh, which car was your biggest regret that you sold? You probably touched on that already, your four-door RB26 four-wheel drive. Because I, that was probably the biggest regret that I turned into another type of car. Um, yeah. Oh, the, do, do you know? I, I had a really nice R32. I'm not, it's, it's the same kind of thing. But I had a really nice R32 skyline. Um, it used to be. This is the sad part about it. It used to be a max power demo. Yeah. <laughs> but it had some awesome wheels on it, and it had le red leather seats. It's a massive stereo system. Obviously, I got rid of all that. Put a nice couple of bucket seats in it. Load it a bit more, put some nice SSR3 pieces on, loads of nice bits and bobs to it, and it was a beautiful looking car. Um, I don't know, I wouldn't say that's no, I don't know, no, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> what's, your, what's your biggest regret car that you didn't buy that you nearly bought but you didn't? Uh, an R34 GTR. Oh, really? 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, you've never, you never had one. No, never had a 34 GTR. I, I had, I've had a few opportunities to buy them. Um, I've, it's kind of always been, there's always been something else or some reason why I, I couldn't. At the time, they were like 20, 30 grand. And, you know, it was just like, I can't justify spending that, that amount of money on that car. Um, well, it, <clears throat> I've just thought of one that's, that's even worse. Was It, it was a C210. C110 Skyline, get right. Um, so, like the Kenner. C110 Skyline. Yeah, so it's a 1976 Kenner uh, style Skyline. So, it's the one after the Hakusuka. I was about to say, is that post Hako? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that I should have bought as well. But there's lots lot of it. <laughs> uh, let me, what else have we got? Guilt, guilt, I was going to say guilty pleasure mod con in a car, but you haven't particularly got any modern modern cars. Is there something that you think of that's that's a bit cheesy and a bit? Do you know? I mean, in I don't think I've got. Well, I mean, heat, heat seats is nice, isn't it? Let's, let's put heat it. seats is nice. Um, that's pretty much standard now. I've, I haven't got any like posh posh cars enough to have that. Like heated steering wheel is that is lovely. If I ever get a car with a heated steering wheel, and that is. It sounds really punty, but it's really nice. You know, I, th I think just guilty pleasure is is just a new car that drives nice and won't break down. That'd be. That's a good shout. <laughs> That's a good shout. Big biggest bugbear on the road. Uh, potholes. Oh, okay. Oh, with the actual road. What about drivers? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, middle lane augers, like lane, just anything that. If someone's stopping it, yeah, if someone's stopping it empty roundabouts yeah, is more worse. I'm doing everything completely legally, of course. But if someone's, yeah, yeah. someone's getting in my way because they're staying in a in a middle lane or an outside lane at lower than the speed limit, that's you know, and fog lights, fog lights, fog lights in the rain. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Just, just rear fog lights, even when it's a tiny bit foggy, people yeah. got the rear fogs on immediately. It rear fogs, I, it might just be my, I, I've got, I don't know if it, I've got like eyesight that's a little bit delicate to bright light. Too many carrots, mate, that's why, isn't it? Way too many carrots. 
<laughs> Too many carrots. I think frog, um, frogs in the rain just like, Front frogs in the rain, pretty annoying. Favourite engine configuration? Oh, front rear. But no, engine clock, uh, like oh. six, eight, V8, whatever. Uh, probably six, inline six. Inline six, cut the turbos. No, it's a big single. Oh, just a bit, oh, okay. Good show, good show. One car brand for the rest of your life. Nissan. What would it be? Oh, that's a Nissan. That, that's a Nissan. You love your Nissans, don't you? I love your Nissans. I'm an idiot. Uh, I think I've jumped about all over the place. Uh, new new skill during lockdown. Um, Have you learned anything particular because of lockdown? I've learned. Well, you got you've been you've been pretty busy anyway. Yeah, I mean. I've definitely learned my blood pressure gets too high. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I wouldn't say I've got a new skill in lockdown. Probably no, I can a new skill. Wife a bit more than I used to. Um, you, so you do what? Sorry, I can annoy the wife more than I used to. That's probably a new skill. Um, That's definitely a skill. Well, is that an easy skill? That's not an easy skill to learn. Well, my, I can warn my missus that pretty easy. Yeah. No. I, you know, generally, I don't think I. Have. Any, I don't think I've had a skill since I was about seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> you well, learning learning skids with no legs, mate. That's got to be right up there. Well, yeah, but that was that's a few years ago, isn't it? Now, you know. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, yes, that's true. Actually, yeah, it's not a lockdown, not a lockdown skid. Um, money, no object. So, if you had to buy one car, money, no object, past or present. So, you might not even be able to find the modern one. But if you could, what would it be? Right, I know I said I prefer Lamborghini over Ferrari, but, but I would 100% buy if money was held was the 250 GTO California base, which is the same as the one that was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Just to you me, get one of those? Yeah, that for me is it's automotive perfection. It really is. It's just the best looking car in the world. Or, or, or the Datsun Z2 uh, 432R, which is basically the race version of a 240Z. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A 32 oh, I'm going to have to go and look that up in a minute. Yeah. Datsun 32R. Yeah, 432R. Um, kind of, I like my 240s. And that and that looks not dissimilar to the uh, two fifty from Ferris Bueller as well. No, that's that's, that's most certainly a Datsun two forty. That oh, it is, but it's that kind of like long nose, oh, yeah, like great windscreen. Yeah, is that why you like? Is that why you like your MX five? As close as you could get to it on a budget. They've they've definitely not got a long bonnet. <laughs> they've got a long front bumper that overhangs absolutely everything. <laughs> but uh, no. No, I like MX-5s just because they're cheap, fun, rear-wheel drive. It's Yeah. And, you know, obviously, the air comes beautifully when we have the roof down. That's a good shout. I've never had a rear-wheel drive car. I really need... I, I'm aware as I'll get myself into trouble. I'm beginning to think I might have to unfriend you. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy, buy something off of you. Um, that's the end of my questions. The last question I've got is what you got coming up? What's your plans for this year? Um, obviously, depending on what we're allowed to do, um, I've got a couple of cars that I want to get um, 
well, certainly, well, one-on-one to get finished, uh, restoring the DR30 RS uh, Skyline. Um, <laughs> that's been, uh, I, well, let's say I've made four decisions on what body shop to take it to. Oh, really? And uh, the poor old things, I mean, we, well, we've got a plan for it now. Uh, okay. Basically, over the next... Well, before hopefully before the end of the year, um, over at SR Auto Body uh, to um, to get like all the all the metal work stored and um, yeah. at some paint shop to get painted. I've not uh, really decided what paint to go to yet. Um, there's a, oh, a but obviously I, I yeah I'm quite even though I'm quite new to the area around here, I, I sort of know a few people. Yeah. yeah. We shall see. And then, um, yeah, the other one is I've, um, I've just randomly got hold of an R33 GTR that I want to get uh, inside, um, uh, done and like, standard bits of bluster on them, like strut tops and sills and whatnot. I'd like I'd, yeah. I'd like to get that done this year, but I can't honestly see it happening this year. But we shall see. I'll get started. <laughs> Get to, yeah, get started again. That's your your um, other one's been all over the place, isn't it? Oh, the, oh it's what Wiggy's just literally what Wiggy's just said. That poor skyline's been all over the place. I, honestly, man, I've I've you know even if that one my it's it's you know one of my favourite cars I'll ever have as well. And long story short, in two thousand and fourteen, uh, I had a minor in, in it, um, which I then. Literally didn't want to look at it. I looked in the corner of the unit. Just oh. for a while. Uh, then I got to, oh, basically, then I wanted to move from the unit that down to, from, that was in the Midlands and down to south. Um, yeah. So I, I found a body shop that many people told me was awesome. So I dropped the car off there and I said, crack on with it. About a year and a half later, uh, found absolutely nothing to it. I've uh, done nothing to it, I It'd been left outside. Uh, and you know, I was as as calm as I am. I was uh, pretty much. I, I was a little bit annoyed, shall we say? Um, yeah, I can imagine. Anyway, then I to another guy that I knew, um, who we basically the, the understanding was he'll get it done when he can get it done, like whether it's an hour or a month or whatever. You know, two little bits and bobs. I was in no mega rush for the car back. Um, which is the worst thing you can say to anybody in the motor trade. Correct, because it's right at the back of their mind and then some. Exactly. And obviously that's coming from someone in the motor trade as well. So yeah. I got to the point um, where I sort of kept popping over. And I mean, it was, it, that, that was still in the Midlands. And that's when I lived down in Surrey. Um, and I, I used to go up and sort of, you know, a couple of times a year, sort of, well, a couple of times a year, sorry, a couple of times a month, sort of try and come on and do a little bit or this that and the other um and it just got to the point where i thought it's not gonna happen so i was in talks with steve Vestar, and he just said let's just rescue it so we put his lorry one day went and got it and it's currently now sitting in my unit about a mile that way oh mega so i'm glad so oh, cool. um it's yeah and it you know, it's it's probably not got worse <laughs> since. <I'm, laughs> but it's, there's a couple of bits that aren't the best on it, obviously, sitting. But 
Yeah, yeah. You get it sorted, I'm sure. 1984 Skyline, so... And, uh... <coughs> excuse me. And, yeah, Japanese metal back in the, the early... was about as thin as our hairstyles, mate. So, mate, even... <laughs> mate, even the, uh, even the modern Skylines are going rusty and falling apart, mate, so... Well, I, I can't... 34s, I mate. I can't imagine what they are. No, even later, even the new GCRs, mate, they fall apart underneath. They go proper rusty. I've, mate, I've literally just seen the time. I've, we've been on here for an hour... I think Instagram cut us off an hour, so I think we're literally about to get cut off. Okay. So I'm, so I'm going to have to say goodbye, mate. Mate, it's been absolutely mega no. chatting to you. Anyone that's watching or joined us halfway through or whatever, if I press the right buttons, I'm going to save this in my um, IGTV on my profile, hopefully post it to my wall as well. If I get really bored, I'll chop this about and make it into a little YouTube video as well. But it's been absolutely mega. It's been too long. It's and uh, next time I'm up north, I'll definitely pop in for Milky Brew and a Yorkie. 100%. Mate, bless you, brother. It's been great catching up with you. And uh, thank you for coming on and popping my podcast, Spudcast, Insta Live, Cherry. I'm disturbed by that, but cool. <laughs> bless you, brother. Take care, mate. Take care. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.